Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, halfway point of the week, and we're back in the studio. So it looks like the Chiefs, uh, I mean, we all knew we wanted them to go little bit defensive heavy in the draft but there was a couple other reasons they were looking for help in the uh, D-back side of the ball. Depth is what they're looking for and that's what they drafted for but there was a reason why they needed that draft a little bit more than uh, most people realized and that's Rashad Fenton who underwent a what's called a cleanup procedure on his shoulder. Well, it's going to keep him out for a while. Cleanup procedure usually means the Removal of uh, some scar tissue and things of that nature and maybe tightening of the ligaments and a little bolstering of the muscles and so forth and so on. He will probably be at training camp when the Chiefs open up in late July, early August. But his availability to play is probably going to be limited. So the Chiefs said, hey, we we probably do need some help. And, And really, there's no predicting what a recovery period is going to be. You can place a time limit on it, but you can't exactly, well, you can't mark what a physical rehab is going to be. So in in place of him, the Chiefs do have some extra players in there, and we'll see how things progress. But that's one of the reasons why. Um, I am excited on the D side. I think it's definitely a nice new rebuild, and hopefully uh, they can be mean. I uh, was watching some of the video uh, of some of the draft picks when they were um, at Arrowhead on Saturday for the draft day, and the kid, uh, the linebacker they picked up, Leo, uh, saying all I, they were like, what can you admit? Asked him, what can you bring to the table? He said, pain and violence. And I was like, that's a great answer from a linebacker. Well, that's uh, Leo Chanel from Wisconsin, and he did play Big Ten Conference football and is a tough guy. There's no question about that. But they, Leo, caution what you say because you're going up against the pros now. <laughs> and they're going to remember that you like pain and violence just as much as you do. All right, something that is the definite opposite of pain and violence. The Kentucky Derby is coming up this weekend. And uh, what color hat are you going to wear this year, Ned? <laughs> I'll wear whatever the color of the mint juleps are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they had the draw, and the 3-1 to one early choice is Zandon, which had won the uh, Bluegrass Stakes. Zandon will go to the post out of the 10th position. It's right about the middle of the pack. It is a 20-horse field. And then the other favorite in this one is listed as Epicenter. And Epicenter is a 7-2 to favorite. An epicenter will start out of the third position on the gate. That's uh, much more ideal, closer to the post and so forth and so on. But it is uh, it's a, a run for the roses. It's a gallop. Any, any horse can win this thing. There is no clear-cut favorite this year, but that's the way you want it. The one big deal is that it's back to normal again. Mm-hmm. Now, last year they held the crowd down because of COVID. I think it was 35 or no, it's 50. 50,000 they had at Churchill Downs. Well, Coming up Saturday for the Run for the Roses, they'll have about 150,000 yes, and maybe more. It's, it's, it's a great treat. <laughs> the paradox of the whole thing is that it's run in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But the mint juleps are made with Tennessee whiskey. Thank yes, you. <laughs> they are. Uh, pray for my friend Dylan, who actually lives in Louisville. And uh, it's it turns that town upside down. Um, it's already turned upside down. Uh, you ever put any chocolate chips on these things? No, I'm not. I'm not that in depth with horse racing. Yeah. Not in depth with anything, as a matter of fact. <laughs> You're just now figuring that out. <laughs> All right, uh, got a new player joining the Lady Bears, which is a good thing to see. Who is the uh, new Lady Bear? A young lady named Kennedy Taylor, and she is transferring in from the University of Colorado. She has a pedigree to her. She was the Kansas Prep 
Player of the Year two years ago. Her freshman year was last year out of Colorado. She played a little bit for a very good Colorado team, but she's decided to go into the transfer portal and wants to come a little bit closer to home. She was Kansas Player of the Year, and she played at Shawnee Mission Northwest, which is a part of the Kansas City metropolitan area, but it's on the Kansas side. Therefore, the Lady Bears will get this young lady in here, high scorer, In high school, she was uh, limited, of course, in her freshman year at Colorado. But nonetheless, Coach Cunningham thinks that she'll do a good job. So she is joining the Lady Bears and adding some depth to their team. Continue with the I-70 series, Cardinals-Royals. First game, not a lot of action. One run scored. Cardinals, I think, had four hits. Yesterday, though, it was all the blue and white. One of the Cardinals' four hits on that Monday game, which was a makeup game, was a home run by Paul Goldschmidt, and it was the only run of the game. Not so last night. Now, the Cardinals are in a bit of a slump because they, they were blanked for much of the game, did score one run. But Kansas City came out, and I, I love this because I think it's a portent of the future. Bobby Witt Jr. Now, Bobby Witt Jr. is one of the most heralded rookies in all of baseball. Played here last year with the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. And now he's with the big club and being counted on. But he's still a kid. He's still very young and still finding his way into major league circles. He hit his first major league home run last night. That's a big deal. Gave the Royals a one to nothing lead. Kansas City caught fire after that and buried the Cardinals seven to one. Got a good pitching performance. A.J. Melendez, who was the catcher last night, also played down here with Northwest Arkansas last year. He hit his first major league home run. So the Royals, who have been in a slump, they're a better team than this. They have a lot of young talent on their ball club, and talent that can play uh, comes back and wins. Now, they do play. This is the getaway game today, so they're playing this afternoon, 12-15. Hopefully, they can beat this deluge we're supposed to get, and I think they can. But uh, after this, the Cardinals go out to San Francisco and play the Giants. But this is the uh, the rubber game of the series. It's... uh, Essentially a three-game series because one was a makeup and now these two in Kansas yeah. City. But we'll see what happens. The Royals did play well last night. They definitely did, and they got to eke one out this afternoon. Uh, where are the Royals going after the series? They are going to stay in the area. They have games coming up here within their division, and the Cardinals will be coming home after San Francisco to play American League team, the Baltimore Orioles. Ooh, that'd be an interesting series. All right, so uh, speaking of college baseball... Uh, Bears played Arkansas yesterday. Did they get a dub against the Razorbacks? How about Arkansas being the number four team in America, folks? Number four in America. You take a look at the rankings, and there's Tennessee as the number one team. Arkansas, number four, Southeastern Conference. Oklahoma State is in there. Bears have played Oklahoma State this year. Played Arkansas. Dallas Baptist is still listed there. But Arkansas is something special. Number four in America. Bears knocked him off last night. Incredible. Who would have seen this coming? Missouri State's offense ignited. Now keep in mind, there is a caveat to this. This is a mid-week game. It's not a conference game, and conference is your most important game of all. So Arkansas probably shuffled their pitching staff a little bit. You don't do that against the Bears because they can hit. Got a couple of two-run homers in the game and held off the Razorbacks down the stretch. It was Missouri State 6 Arkansas 4, that is a big, big confidence booster for the Bears, who now host Southern Illinois this weekend, do have one remaining road series coming up, and then on to the conference tournament. Man, I can't believe it's already here. 
Um, speaking of uh, tournaments, we got the NBA playoffs going on right now. Um, I think we're due for some really good games here because uh, it's kind of going back and forth as far as the, the series that have played two games so far. Um, how are your uh, 76ers doing? Well, the 76ers play tonight. They play Miami tonight, and they trail Miami one game to none. The other two games last night, and these are second-round games, of course, all best of seven. Uh, Milwaukee and Boston, and the Milwaukee Bucks had a one-game-to-none lead. It's now tie, 1-1. Boston beat the Bucks last night. Bucks are the defending champions, 109-86. Then the Golden State Warriors, who had just barely edged Memphis on Sunday, didn't edge Memphis last night. Memphis Grizzlies, 106. Golden State Warriors, 101. That series is tied at a game apiece. These are all such... These are pro teams, Mike, and anybody... Anybody who doubts the level of professional athletes, they just take a look at that. One team may have had a bad year, but those players are still pretty doggone good, and they can get in there and play and come up with wins. It's, anything can happen. Got the Mavericks Suns tonight and the Heat and 76ers. Man, like I said, if you like sports right now, you are eating. Ned, you have a great Wednesday. I'll see you tomorrow.